time for the November 21st, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully negative recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. We are your citizen news readers, and this is the news. Yeah, yeah, he had to get yeah, that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it upsets him when you don't give him credit at the beginning of the show. I think that's where some of that anger is coming from. But well, that's him saying, "I'm Mahler." Well, well you're. Well, okay. I'm Mahler. Yeah. I'm Mahler. But you I'm didn't Mahler. say. And along with us, our our intrepid correspondent. Well, he's a citizen news reader too, huh? aren't you, Mahler? <laughs> yeah. See, I thought he's a citizen. Yeah, you're a citizen news reader. <laughs> Okay. In Jerusalem, two Palestinians wielded a meat cleaver and a gun. You know, if anybody's yeah. coming at you with a meat cleaver and a gun... It's not going to end well. Yeah, it's not going to end somebody. well. For somebody, yeah. That's true. Either that or you're going to have some foie gras. <laughs> well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He's shooting the duck, yeah, and, and then he's, he's, ready. Yeah. he's ready to go. This is not good. No, I'm making not. fun of a horrible yeah, thing. Yeah, it is a terrible situation. Uh, two Palestinians wielding a meat cleaver and a gun attack worshippers at a Jewish synagogue, killing four people before the attackers were shot dead. Six people were injured. It was the deadliest attack on Israeli civilians in more than three years and the worst in Jerusalem since 2008. The dead included three U.S.-born rabbis, a British-born rabbi, and a Druze police officer and seven worshipers were injured the assailants were shot dead by police i said that already but the popular front for the liberation of palestine claimed responsibility yeah who does this anyway who, who does uh, atrocities uh, and then go look at me <laughs> no i don't know the attack came after weeks of unrest fueled in part by a dispute over jerusalem's holiest site known to muslims as the noble sanctuary that's our interpretation, of course. They don't yeah. They don't say, hey, let's go out on the noble sanctuary. No. They have, of course, their own way of saying it, and known to Jews as the Temple Mount, as well as the continued expansion of Israeli settlements in East Jerusalem. After the synagogue killings, Israeli settlers launched repri reprisal attacks in the occupied West Bank, targeting a school. Yeah. This is this mm. is just kind of nothing but the stupid going after the stupid. Right. The killings came a day after a Palestinian bus driver was found hanged in his vehicle in what Israelis described as a suicide. Yeah. The man's relatives say bruises on his body show he was murdered. Yeah, and and to your point, you mentioned Jerusalem and East Jerusalem. The Palestinians are being uh, pushed off their lands as the yeah. Israeli government has announced uh, 78 new homes in East Jerusalem. Again. The, uh, the Palestinians consider this their capital. And as, as the Israelis take more and more territory and settle it with more and more settlers, uh, it becomes a, more of a flashpoint. And they have, a, I think a, uh, it's been some time since they closed off access to the noble sanctuary, but this seemed to have been one of the rationales. Also, um, and this is the part that continues to be a pattern, that the Israelis, whenever something like this happens, they will not only demolish the home of the perpetrator but they will also demolish homes in of the relatives of the perpetrator uh -huh. and to me i don't understand the difference between wh why isn't this called collective punishment back in back is that what you want me to call it collective no no i'm saying I don't, I don't hear it referred to that way i hear it i just hear it sort of well, talked 
Well, does it make because, a difference? Yeah, because in, that's a that's an international crime. In the same way that, uh, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. It well, is. It's a, an it is. I mean, crime, so but it's, it's just, the same. I don't want to. I don't want to go policy. into a Nazi analogy. But any time yeah. a repressive regime goes in and wipes out a village because somebody in the village did something, that's considered. A, 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 that's considered a, a, a violation of international law. U.S. has violated international law many times. I, I, I understand it, but why don't? It, why it's never talked about in that frame when they go in and de demolish and more than the people who they say perpetrated the crime. That is collective punishment. Yeah. So okay, that's I'm sure that happens that. on both sides. Yeah. It, well, okay. Yeah. If it does, and I would, I would, uh, you know, uh, decry it, condemn it as well. Well, yeah. But you don't need international law to condemn it. But it is a violation of international law. I understand that, <laughs> okay, but you know, right. it's, it's I, I, one of those things I, where you need a law for that. Well, no, you don't. Are you people you're... that brutal and primitive that that's your response? Yeah. I mean, they're jackasses, both sides. I agree. The Islamic agree. State militant group beheaded U.S. aid worker Peter Kassig. The video released shows a mass beheading of Syrian soldiers. That's the main feature, I guess. Yeah. Followed by an image of Kasig's severed head. Unlike four previous videos involving American and British hostages, the video does not show the actual ex execution, which made them think that maybe Kasig resisted and managed to disrupt the filming. Yeah. Kasig, who is 26, converted to Islam in captivity and was also known as Abdul Rahman. He was an army ranger who served in Iraq and later found founded an aid group to help Syrian refugees. Yeah. Meanwhile, a new UN report warns that warns that ISIS or ISIS or the Islamic State has enough of the, a weapon stockpile. They don't have a catchier enough name. I gotta tell you, I'm tired of saying ISIS already. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Can we call them pure evil instead? Well, yeah, we can call them that. I but there's a, yes, 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 that bothers me too. The report warns that ISIS has enough of a weapon stockpile to continue its war for territory in Iraq and Syria for up to two years. So they're well stocked. Much of the ISIS arsenal was stolen from the U.S.-supplied Iraqi army, which has been overrun by ISIS fighters throughout the year. The report recommends sanctions to cut off the group's access to money and weapons, including the seizing of its oil tankers. That is the UN group. Amen. Yeah. I think this is an international effort. It's not yeah. just the, and it shouldn't be just the United States going in there and bombing and putting in advisors and all the rest of it. This should be an international effort. Yes. The, uh, however, the uh, UN Commissioner for Human Rights, Zed Arad Al Hussein, said fighting ISIS on a political level might be more effective than US led airstrikes. Right. So I have to go along with that too. I, I yeah, I, I don't know what exactly a political. We could send Rush Limbaugh in. You think that might be a political level we could fight them on? <laughs> we could send him in. I don't there really care what a, happens a after smear that. Campaign. I really don't care a what happens after campaign. we send Rush Limbaugh in there after that. That's true. But I mean, he could he could <laughs> no, be there for a while and he could attack them with all his vitriol and I then. Know. Who knows? We might see, you know, a, a rush head. A <laughs> rush head, a ditto head. Yeah, a ditto head. A true ditto well, head. Well, I'm sure you could find among ISIS people who hate Obama almost as much as he does. Uh -huh. So there you go. They, they would be ditto heads, but I was talking about a severed ditto <laughs> uh, okay. head. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. A monitoring group says the Islamic State has killed more than 1,400 Syrians in non-battlefield attacks, according to the Syrian Observation. Observatory for Human Rights, most of those killed were civilians. U.S. airstrikes against the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria have continued with more than 
30 since Friday, 30 mm. attacks since Friday. And we went over a couple uh, weeks ago, just the cost. I mean, we go, ah, oh, 30 airstrikes. It's a lot. Yeah, well, I, I mean, was... airstrikes can cost between a million and 15 million. Yeah. And even more than that. And and every time you're you're dropping that, there are 30 airstrikes. You're you're approaching maybe a billion dollars since well, Friday. Well, 300 million, right? Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, just, but, yeah, so but 10 million each. You yeah, know, I mean, okay, let's yeah. do it that way. Yeah. So you know, a half a billion dollars on the far end, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe. I don't know. It depends. But that's that's where your taxpayer dollars are going. Just to let you know, when you when you start bitching about <clears throat> social security. Right. Right. And yes. Which is just mind-boggling. By the way, yeah. in, in in that in that uh, realm, we still continue to build those F, those F thirty fives, those planes yeah. that cost one when you average out the cost four hundred million dollars for yeah. one plane. So and they um, don't do anything. And they don't do anything. Yeah. They're, Nobody wants the Pentagon doesn't today. even want them at yeah. this point. They're this kind of amalgamation of all the different uh, branches wanted a plane that would do everything for all of them. And what they got was a piece of crap. Yeah, and, and the, the only reason it's still in existence is because it, it makes jobs yes. for people. There are, I, yes. they, they might as well be making pet rocks. Senators in the South, predominantly the South, because that's yeah. where a lot of the aerospace is now, have been, they in, insist on the Pentagon uh, building them, and it seems to be enough yeah. to keep them going. So. Yeah. Uh, the United States carried out new airstrikes. On the Syrian border with Turkey, a Pentagon statement claims the attack killed two militants from the Nusra Front in the fourth such strike on the Al-Qaeda groups in September. Colombia's FARC rebels, they got some FARC action here, yeah. they agreed to release an army general captured over the weekend. The release of General Ruben Dario Azat and four others could pave the way for a resumption of peace talks yeah. with the Colombian government. Mm. So, you know, it sounds like things... FARC is... You know, I, I, I don't get a real clear evil read on them at all. They seem to be it, uh, negotiable. Yeah, it, this, that's such a long history. But yeah. to, to your point, uh, they have certainly become more political yeah. than they have been a guerrilla group over the years. The deal was brokered by mediators from Cuba and Norway. In Japan, voters on the island of Okinawa mm -hmm. elected a new governor who opposes the construction of a new U.S. military base. Mm -hmm. This is a curious development mm -hmm. here. Takishi Onaga, a former mayor, has ousted the current governor, Hirokazu Nakami, mm. who was backed by Japan's ruling party. And Nakami's out. He supported plans to move Fuenta Air Base to a new state-of-the-art facility. But Onaga says the base should be expelled from the island. Mm -hmm. and, and he, he got won. elected, and yeah. He won. yeah. Okinawa is a home to about two-thirds of the 50,000 U.S. troops stationed in Japan for decades. Residents have claimed for the expulsion of U.S. troops, citing environmental concerns and sexual assaults. Mm -hmm. That's an odd combo. Mm -hmm. At the G20 summit in Brisbane, Australia, world leaders announced their plans to boost their combined GDP or GDP, gross domestic product, mm -hmm. by $2 trillion. Over the next over, two weeks? Yeah, over the next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to reduce the gap between male and female participation in the labor force by a quarter. So they're going to hire more prostitutes, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought of that, but yeah. <laughs> 
Jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. I got something else here. Okay. The active uh, molecules in cannabis. You know about those, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He, yeah. The, the active molecules in cannabis kill brain cancer. Really? Yeah. Another study has revealed scientists using an extract of whole plant marijuana rich in pot's main psychoactive ingredient, THC, as well as cannabidiol. 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 No, not cannabidiol. Okay. Cannabidiol. Okay. Show dramatic reductions in tumor volumes of a type of brain cancer. So brain cancer, check. Check. That one off the list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also in the news of the uh, uh, peculiar, mm-hmm. or I don't know, punk legend. That's what they call her, punk legend. Oh. Patty Smith yes. was asked by the Pope to play the Vatican's annual Christmas concert. Get out. No, no. They, Patty, Patty Smith. Patty Smith. Because no. yeah, uh, it's called the Concerto di Natale on December 13th is when it happens. Get your tickets through uh, Ticketron or whatever. I don't know where you get them. To priest? Maybe yeah, the, priest. Maybe priest, priest is scalping yeah. them. Yeah. They're scalping the them right in front of their church. Yeah. Smith, who is not Catholic, met the pontiff at a general audience in St. Peter's Square earlier this year, and apparently they hit it off so well that he wanted her at his concert. Get That is yeah. just... I think it's great. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. And she's real, you know... Uh, straight about it she says you know the pope's probably not going to be there just a bunch of cardinals but that's cool i want to play you know that's i want to play this is great i'm going to play and what a great artist people were going on about you know what what about you know the first line of gloria you know jesus died for your sins but not for mine type of thing yeah because i said that you know as a young kid i said that 80 years ago whenever it was yeah, and yeah. and to hold my career Based on something like that, I've said a lot of other things, and yeah. I was making a name for myself, and who cares? Yeah, who cares? I'd say it today, too, but yeah. maybe not. Anywho. Oh, that's great. You got any more international? Just a quick one. Uh, India, Cuba report Ebola cases in West Africa. and um, Ebola? Yeah. The, the, the Indians and the Cubans have been sending people, doctors, uh, to uh, Sierra Leone and other places that have been infected with Ebola. And um, they have had some blowback. Some other people have gotten sick from it. In the meantime, the Obama administration has asked this new, the Congress currently sitting, which is the lame duck Congress, for funding of $6.2 billion uh, in international aid in response to Ebola. We'll see how that goes. It probably won't pass in this session, and there's no chance in hell it'll pass in the next one. So that's a little distressing because... We do have, we seem to have blunted the advance of Ebola, but we have not uh, allevi- alleviated it. And one last thing um, that I wanted to get to, which is that I love Nathan Callahan. Oh, that, that means he can't find what it is he's looking that, for. That, uh, oh, that's enough. Uh, you want to look? I was going to mention that the North Koreans are being held accountable in, in the United Nations General Assembly for. Um, possible referral to the International Criminal Court. It comes m- months after an investigation found that North Korean leaders had uh, could be found guilty of major war crimes. It's just one of those things. Um, everybody voted for it except for North Korea and a couple other people. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah, and that's what Mahler thinks about North Korea. Yeah. Right, Mahler? Ooh, secret stuff for Mahler. Oh, yeah, secret stuff for I have Mahler. Secret stuff too. 
Secret stuff for Mahler. <laughs> what are you doing, Mahler? Jeez. This guy's a nut. He's All right. So wound up. Go ahead, Mahler. Senate Republicans blocked a sweeping measure aimed at reining in the National Security Agency's dragnet surveillance, so they blocked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the USA Freedom Act would have ended the bulk collection of oh, right. telephone records by requiring, that's a, they called it the USA Freedom Act. Mm-hmm. It would, we talked about this last week. Yeah. It would have ended the bulk collection of telephone records by requiring the NSA to make specific requests to phone companies for a user's data rather than just vacuuming all the records up at once. The, the, the content would have been saved. I believe this is the way it worked. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know who sent it. So you would just go through content until you read something that said, you know, shoot Mike Casper in De- the head. Death to America. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then well, you and then would shoot Mike Casper in the head. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, they would look for the uh, look for my name. They, yeah. they would look. They, well, they wouldn't need to look at this point, yeah, really, yeah, would they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd yeah. really just, oh, God, yeah. Snathan again. <laughs> it would also create a panel to advocate for privacy rights before the secret foreign intelligence surveillance court. But on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Republicans helped defeat the bill 58 to 42, too shy of the 16 oh. needed. In other words, you need 60 that, now. in favor of it was 58, yeah. but the Republicans blocked it. Even the, though they only had 42 votes, they needed a supermajority. The new blah, normal blah, blah. is is that if you can't get 60 votes, then the one of the people who uh, of the 39 left in the Senate will block it by yeah. by some procedural. Um, they can just shelve it by saying, "I command you to stop voting on this uh, bill," and it goes to yeah. goes to a netherworld that no one ever sees that bill again. Well, they imagine they'll they'll come back to this next year but that'll be but it expires this was the opportunity it expires it's time to renew it yeah and we could have it put in place at least some safeguards in the court that no the secret court that no one's allowed to argue their own case yeah but at least there could have been somebody there could argue some mitigating circumstances for all this insanity so uh uh yeah uh, also, the White House is resisting the release of a 6,300-page Senate report on the CIA's detention and interrogation program. This has been. This is the one. This is the one. This that, is the Bush. Uh, you know, yeah. we're trying to get to the torture practices this from is the 9/11. Tor- this, is, this is the one that uh, Feinstein found out she was being um, bugged over, right? This was, yeah, this is it. This yeah. is the one. The, the that issue report. is the report's identification of individual CIA officers by student, uh, pseudonyms. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, oh, is that right? Yeah. They want to... So the CIA and the White House want the pseudonyms and references to other agency activities completely stricken. The Senate uh, say that redactions are, are necessary and render the report unreadable. They even kind of compromised and said, well, okay, you can redact some of these, but if you redact all of them, and remember, it's just not the names of the people. It's the missions that they were on. Right. So you're just going to get uh, uh, something that doesn't is not specific about right. what happened. Right. Yeah. Also in secret stuff, the U.S. Justice Department is reportedly using electronic equipment on aircraft to simulate cell phone towers so that it can collect phone location and identifying information on a mass scale from us. They're just flying over with a Cessna mm-hmm. that has this thing called a dirt box in it. This is the U.S. Marshal Service has been doing this for seven years. 
and they mimic cell phone towers. They, in other words, they don't look like a cell phone no, tower, but, but they, they electronically. They, they, yeah, they them. lock into your cell phone, and they collect thousands of unique IDs and location data from users. The collection would permit the marshals and potentially other Justice Department agencies to avoid having to seek records from the phone companies. So, in essence, God. the U.S. Freedom Act would not have been anything that would have really protected you if the U.S. Marshals are flying over and collecting this data with, without any permission at all. Right. They still have the ability to do that. Right. Uh, also in secret stuff, a new report finds the federal government vastly expanded its use of undercover agents with officers from at least 40 Four zero agencies posing in roles ranging from welfare recipients to protesters. The use of undercover officers has expanded to virtually every corner of the federal government, including the Department of Education, NASA, and the Smithsonian. So I, I don't know what the Smithsonian is going to do with undercover agents. You know well, that exhibit you see there? Yeah. That is actually an undercover agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is... Uh yeah. yeah. And also a follow-up for us in yeah. Britain. Remember that guy that was uh, had a case against him that was so secret nobody knew what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was, he was convicted on terrorism charges <sighs> and found guilty of possessing a bomb-making document. That's it? Yeah. But the the judge barred him from the judge barred the press from the verdict until just Monday, so he didn't know about it until this week. God. Also, right here on campus, top brass at the UC Irvine Police Department secretly installed microphones and cameras to spy on employees at the organization's headquarters. So they were the police were the big police. The honchos were spying on the the blue collar the everyday guys. They were spying on them. Yeah. Doesn't that say something about yeah. all of this? This, this, this stuff is will according never... to a union representing yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. campus police officers. Yeah. But yeah, it says that... This is never going to end. Yeah. This this desire to know everything about everybody isn't mm-hmm. going to go away. I don't want to know anything about anybody. Well, that... <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I, you know, no, I know I'm reading I mean, just, the news. Yeah, but this is but, just... Uh, you know. I mean, this is, this is the new normal. Yeah. The lawsuit also alleges that some police officers officials deleted months of recordings in an attempt to cover up after employees discovered the surveillance systems. So not only did they have the surveillance systems, but when they was discovered, they just went through and started grinding up the information. Right. I just want to reiterate just very quickly okay. why this matters, why to me it matters, and that is the government through the history of collecting data on on people either in its country or outside of its country yeah. has been most fascinated with the thoughts of the people and most concerned about the people in their country now obviously when we're at war there's a different set of circumstances they want well, to know what the, the enemy's people doing. that are against the current administration yeah, too they, they just want to know what yeah. the hell the populace so, so, there's a fear so, that there might be martin an, luther king is to me the the best example of this we have a man who is a hero who has a day named after He's him in this country. He's revered as an American hero, one and, of the and, most important American heroes. And, and That's yet, exactly, yeah. and yet they are, do you have something there? No, I, I just oh. I just wanted to exactly where you're going yeah. with this, Nathan. Go ahead. Well, I mean, just the, it, 
back in the 60s, he was under heavy surveillance. Right. They, they even sent him a note that told him he should commit suicide. Right. We just reported on that last week. Right. In, in the guise of somebody within the civil rights movement who knew about his, uh, his extramarital affairs, urging him, cajoling him, basically prodding him into killing himself. Uh -huh. And this letter didn't come from somebody inside the civil rights movement. It came from our national police force, the yeah, FBI, yeah. and J. Edgar Hoover. This is the problem with surveillance of the of the populace, endless surveillance, because inevitably it becomes something about your politics and where you want to go and what you want to do and what you want to say and how you want to uh, demonstrate the civil rights that you've been granted by the American Constitution. This is where we are going eventually, and that's exactly what you said, Nathan. I agree. <sighs> You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM. Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. <laughs> wow, we, woo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow. It's time for drones in the news. Yikes. Yeah. Really? Yikes. Wow. That really upset. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's, that's a station ID for you. <laughs> there. The Federal Aviation Administration scored <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mahler. Jeez. Federal <laughs> Aviation Commission uh, Administration for drones mm -hmm. that just, you know, forget about for drones. Regarding drones, okay. the Federal Aviation Administration scored an important win in its fight to regulate drone use in the U.S. when the nation's Aviation Safety Board ruled that regulations for traditional aircraft also apply to unmanned aerial vehicles or drones, as we like to call them. Mm -hmm. That means the FAA has the authority to find drone pilots when it deems they have broken rules against reckless or careless flights. Okay. So the government has the power to hold drone operators accountable. The ruling came in the high-profile case of Raphael Trappy Perker. What's his name? Trappy Trappy Perker. has to be a nickname, right? Is that his real name? Trappy? It, there's quotes around it. Okay, good. So unless the quotes are part of his real name. Yeah, well, maybe. I assume it's, I'm going to do that. That's a good idea. Trappy Parker. That's a good idea. I want to be known as... Sparky? Mike Sparky and You see, you can't let go of that Sparky, can no, you? He was fined $10,000, Trappy was, for a reckless flight in 2011 when he flew his drone directly toward somebody standing on a sidewalk. He's just screwing around. Come on. Parker or Trappy was hired to fly his drone near University of Virginia campus to make a video for the university, which the FAA billed as a commercial flight and illegal, but that was not the basis for the fine. It was just that he was endangering other people. Yeah. Well, Trappy, he's a... He's an aggressive he's, young man. He's a bad guy. I don't like Trappy. Ah, who knows what he was doing? Maybe somebody just freaked out. I mean, you know, you see... Maybe he lost control flying. and it just seemed to be going at Yeah, something. but he was going for a dynamic shot. Oh. And there was somebody that he really admired mm -hmm. and he flew the the drone right at her mm -hmm. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> also in drones in the news federal <laughs> officials are investigating after three commercial pilots reported drones flying near the their planes as they approached new york's kennedy airport this is getting we've yeah. had a couple of reports yeah, on this, this in the yeah, new york area i mean three That's of them not... three flights and and the drones close enough where the pilots are seeing them, tracking them, and are concerned about them. Yeah, that and, that's ooh, yeah, not going well. Yeah. That's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, in other words, one of these days, something bad's going to happen, and, and we'll have to revisit all these regulations. I don't know if a, if a, a drone ending up in the engine would be enough to disable it, but if a, a goose can do it. 
it we would have seem all like, sizes of gun, uh, drones. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I mean, if geese, flo a flock of geese, can down yeah, an airplane, yeah. yeah, a flock. Yeah, I, I mean, a flock I, of drones. I don't know how many, how well, much yeah, the material knows? in there. there needs, there's all sorts of ways yeah. this could happen. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. so, uh, a a plane avoiding a drone hitting another plane. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Tuscaloosa police identified the operator of a drone that struck a man walking near a Bryant-Denny Stadium. The drone struck the pedestrian as he was descending, as it was descending from flight. The pedestrian wasn't descending from flight. A video camera was attached to the drone, and investigators downloaded the video, which contained images of the operator. So now they're looking for <laughs> the operator using footage that he took with his drone. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that's... He gets, yeah. but he's a genius. But by the way, this just continues to. That's okay. It's okay. We all like right. It. All right. Okay. We like it. All right. We're we're good with it. All right. So, uh, yeah. gosh, are we going to do anything else? Is there well, more? No, I think I there's more news. Get out of here. I do. There's more news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There is, of course, the world of domestic news. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 I guess that troubled Mahler. I don't know. <laughs> Full of President Barack Obama unveiled sweeping actions aimed at shielding as many f as 5 million undocumented immigrants from deportation and granting work permits to some, setting off a firestorm of Republican vows to stop the president in his tracks and leaving some pro-reform advocates demanding more. So he's, you know, he's, he, he made a move and it yeah. was, I wish it had happened months ago. Yeah. If he's going to do something. I understand his move. It's not his horrifying as some people think it's going to be no. it's it they're sounds pretty reasonable the borders yeah they're putting President's money into move yeah. reflects a second term white house it is fed up with congressional dysfunction and that with the midterm elections behind them no longer has to worry about the immediate political fallout from democrats on the ballot like that would have helped yeah I think really might have helped it might have helped yeah. well uh, if, if the, he had proposed this four months no, ago they had they had no agenda the and Democrats he talked about no this agenda. yeah that's right if the if he had proposed this four months ago the republicans inevitably would have freaked out like they're doing right now yeah. and maybe there would have been a turnout among the latinos yeah, that would exactly. have had a positive impact on or just a turnout in general yeah or a turnout in general this, yeah, this was a, a piss poor turnout this time the president's plan uh, the piss poor yeah turnout turnout yeah president's plan is centered around three main priorities boosting border security mm -hmm. okay republicans have problems with that focusing deportation resources on felons and other threats right. over families in right. other words they're not they're going to concentrate on getting the bad guys out if there's right. a family they're not going to ship half the family back right and giving millions of people the ability to apply for deferred action status, granting them three years of protection from deportation along with the authorization to work legally in the United States, which they're doing anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah. Obama directly challenged congressional opponents, declaring his intentions to fight back against any challenges to his authority. It just really have been nice to see this a few months ago. And the, and, and the Republicans, uh, again, I, I know... You don't watch, but I do, and they are just fermenting. You mean Fox News? Yeah. yeah, they're fermenting for an opportunity to call him. Now they they're refer fomenting. to him, fomenting. Thank you. 
They're not uh, fermenting. They're not fermenting. No. no, that would be they would be well, turning they into fermenting. alcohol, and, yeah. and then we don't need that. Uh, fermenting for uh, an opportunity. They call him Emperor now on Fox News, like at every chance. They could call him Emperor Obama now. Mm -hmm. And they're they're really angling for an opportunity to impeach him. Yeah. This is where this is where all of this. They don't have any legal grounds to impeach him. Well, of course they don't. It's, it's but they're just, this is the whip up. Clearly within the bounds I know, of legality. I know, I know, I know, but it doesn't matter. They're going, they're going to find some reason somehow, some way. There's uh, uh, attorney generals uh, in Texas that are suing him yeah. over stuff all i mean all this kind of insanity to just whatever it takes to make them look terrible the law's on your side pound the law your facts are on your side pound the facts I know, I know. if you don't have the law or the facts pound the table and that's that's <laughs> what these jackasses are doing that's what that's what our uh, so, yeah. dean of the law school German uh, just, said. one just, last thing about the election yeah. i don't think we said this last week so stop me if i did the election was the lowest turnout since 1942 yeah. okay lowest even for a for a off year election, um, non presidential election was terrible. Uh, so of the potential voters in the country, we only usually get about fifty to fifty five percent in a presidential year. In a non year, it's right, right around forty forty five percent. This was historically low. So of all of the eligible voters, only half are already can even vote. Half of those end up voting. So the turnout on this, the people who voted for the Republicans, constitute about. 10 to 12 percent of the actual electorate yeah let's be clear what happened this time 10 to 12 percent well maybe 15 i'll go yeah, crazy what, and say what happened 15 percent of all the people who could vote in this country actually affected that's, that's there's a lot, a lot of lazy people who don't vote and they want to bitch about right, it afterwards exactly the u.s senate narrowly rejected a measure that would have approved construction of the keystone xl pipeline 14 democrats supported the bill along with all 45 republicans but with 59 in favor again the measure failed to pass by just one vote, so it was a good thing in this case. After the tally was announced, a man reportedly with the Lakota tribe of South Dakota burst, burst out in song. song. That's that. cool. Good yeah, I know it is. Nice. I know, I know. It's Republicans have vowed to resurrect the bill in January when they hold the Senate majority. It's going to be an interesting... What's going to be Obama you know, veto? This stuff should have happened two, exactly. three months ago exactly. so we could have seen yeah. what the Republicans have done. But in a way, I'm kind of glad for the outcome of the election because in the next two years you'll see this exactly is, what kind of... Like Republican policies, what they are. I, I completely agree. I think really honestly in some, not every issue, but I think Obama is dangling this kind of red meat in front of them yeah. and watching, and and hopefully the country is watching how these guys are reacting. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, in it comes case our of expense. climate change, yeah, 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 it, exactly. it always, yeah. may come at our <laughs> expense of our lives. Yeah. Riot police arrested at least two demonstrators in Ferguson, Missouri, so we're waiting for a verdict there. I am uh, checking right as we uh, speak. Yeah. On the We're way. waiting for some Ferguson verdict. Uh, did you want to send out a, uh, a, a, a keep call, calm? A, calm, a call for calm? No, I, you know, yeah. I'm in Irvine, California. I'm, me calling for calm is, you know, sounds even more ridiculous than most of the things that I say. Yeah, so. yeah well, yeah. That's, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, call for calm. <laughs> this is how Mueller calls for calm. Well, Jeez. as long as he doesn't react like he did a couple of minutes ago, yeah, I think yeah. we'll all be better for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, just right. the, just one thing to say, things with this grand jury are a little hinky, okay? And yeah. that is what is is fomenting unrest among the people who think they're not going to get a fair shake. Every single time that I've ever heard of, a DA goes to a grand jury and says, here are what we think the charges could be. Yeah. 
This is what we as the DA, we're saying to the grand jury, hey, we've got all this evidence. We're recommending that you pursue this in such a way. Yeah. In this case, the DA went to the grand jury and made no recommendations whatsoever. And this is a DA whose father was killed by an African-American. There have been, have been calls for him to recuse himself because of what has happened in his family's history, et cetera, et cetera. And the, and the governor calls out the, the, the National Guard before. Well, you, you're going to yeah. read it all, but uh, no, it's just no, it's I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm going to wait it, until next week. I, you it, know, it's, we've been following Ferguson yeah, I know. long enough, yeah. and, and now we're waiting for a verdict. But the DA didn't say, and he said, well, hey, you know what? This is what, this is, this is what uh, the video shows. This is what the eyewitnesses say. Have at it, kids. No recommendations whatsoever. A second band of lake effect snow pounded the cities and towns near Buffalo, New oh, York man. on uh, heaping more misery on people whose cars and even houses were already buried the storm in snow. <laughs> the storm had already dumped more snow than many places see in a full season in one day. Yeah. Some homes had the equivalent weight of two or three pickup trucks bearing down on their roofs. Earlier this year, New York State updated its assessment of statewide climate change impacts, essentially giving a forecast of the future of lake effect snowfall in the state. It shows that there is an increasing in evidence that Buffalo's lake effect megastorm is another example of, ex of an extreme weather event with a climate change connection. And we don't need to mention the idiots who say, well, it's snowing, so how it's can cold. it be? It's cold. How yeah. can it be? So, uh, okay, so we, well, well, we've been over that a lot. Yeah. We don't yeah, need to we say that again. Anyone who's listening to Weekly Signals know that people who say that are idiots. Yeah. We, uh, just absolutely. In no, general, no, yeah. the place is heating up. It's yes. just that when that happens, it drives cold weather to places that are unexpected. The last, the last, during just the last year, six of the last 10 months uh -huh. are the hottest months recorded going back to they were doing core samples yeah. to try and find a time when this uh, sort of heat has yeah. occurred in, in, to this degree. Well, so, and I, I do believe that it, it's the temperature of the lake yeah. in contrast yeah. to the winds that are blowing over it right. that has created this uh, lake effect. Right. Yeah. Uh, a new report finds the number of homeless children in the U.S. surged 8% last year to a record high of 2.5 million. Epidemic proportions now in the U.S. A new analysis of mainstream TV news found that almost no debate about whether the United States should go to war in Iraq and Syria. No debate about it. Fairness and accuracy in reporting found that of more than the 200 guests that appeared on network shows to discuss the topic, just six voiced opposition to military action. Six out yeah, of 200. What, everybody else was, I guess, explaining how we were going to yeah. drop bombs. And, and, yeah. On the high-profile Sunday talk shows, out of 89 guests, there was just one anti-war voice, and that would be the editor of The Nation, Katrina van der Heuvel. Mm -hmm. Ah, so yeah. that's not exactly... That's fair and balanced. Yeah, fair and balanced. That is not fair and balanced. Yeah. University of California approved raising tuition by as much as 5% in each of the next five years. That's right. That's you kids listening to Unless the sound the of our voice. Unless the state devotes more money to the 10-campus system. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're getting paid too much, the administrators and many of the teachers. A lot of the teachers aren't making enough because of the way they're structuring. The, the, nobody gets any benefits anymore. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of the upper crust of the community here. The uh, the star professors mm -hmm. that are making way too much money. Yeah, yeah. 
and and they're they're getting way too much in pensions, and then they go somewhere else and make way too much money to yeah. another university. Yeah, they get recruited. Yeah. Hey, you're making that much money there. I'll double it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and yeah, put yeah, a pension so, out for you there. Yeah. And meanwhile, tuition prices are going up. The Board of Regents voted to adopt the tuition increases proposed by UC President Janet Napolitano and opposed by Governor Jerry Brown and legislative leaders who decide how much funding the university gets each year. Under the plan, the average annual cost of a UC education for a California resident would rise $612 to $12,800. That's for a California resident. And to fifteen thousand dollars by the fall of twenty nineteen. And also, this is another disgusting trend. I don't disgusting, maybe too strong a word, but the trend in uh, uh, UCs like uh, the one where I'm sitting is they're now taking more out of state people, more and more. In fact, on some oh, campuses, oh no, that's what exactly what they're doing. They're recruiting from out so, of state. So it's up to thirty percent. People now. pay more. Yeah, they have to pay more. Yeah. So so they're just. Again, they're squeezing out California residents because they get more money uh, out of the out-of-state people. And again, it's on one it, campus, I can't remember, I think it's UCLA, it's up to 30% of the incoming classes is, is out-of-state, yeah. which is way too high. So, Yep. Ah, Napolitano. What a tool. You know, there's going to be a time when we, when people just simply can't afford to do this. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of critical mass where all of a sudden nobody will be able, nobody, I mean, but the, the, the amount of people able to pay for it is just going to be minuscule. Well, there'll be a time when the, when the university system crashes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. A new study is showing that for the first time, people can be trained to see letters in the alphabet as colors in a way that simulates how those with synesthesia experience the world. Yeah. Synesthesia being that uh, little understood neurological condition in which people see um, well, an estimated one to twenty out of twenty-three people yeah. can experience an overlap in their senses. They see letters as colors. They can see letters, but they see them as colors. Can taste words and associate sounds with different colors too. We interviewed somebody. Yeah, yeah. Way, was, way back when he was for, a genius, for, considered yeah. a genius, as well, I recall. Yeah. I mean, very uh, uh, yeah. smart guy. Smart guy. I he, he, he could remember his name. And I could. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his yeah. name, but I remember this guy. One from, of the most uh, surprising outcomes of the study was that those who underwent the training also saw their IQ jump by an average of twelve points. Yeah. So they they were just kind of drilled in seeing colors. And they ended up with a bump in their IQ. Yeah. And when you saw a letter, they're also uh, supposing there's two theories on this, whether you're born with it or whether you pick it up because, say, you you had an alphabet that had colored blocks. Mm. And so that's something that your environment caused. Mm. But there you go. Mm-hmm. And dozens of students slept in a hall at the University of California, as, of course, uh, I, I mentioned this in the, in the, uh, the tuition protest. They, uh, mm. they, they're. Uh, I made a little skip there. Oh. I'm very bad, but you know the, the students are protesting. So to, let's see to tie it together. If they, uh, mm-hmm. if they practice synesthesia, yes, they could turn their protest into something that would be colorful. Colorful. Yes. But they're doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Making colorful protests, and I encourage that. I would encourage some type of sit down in the administration building. Can I do that? Yeah, um. Can we call for for a peaceful uh, protest here at KUC? I don't know. I have we no can idea, do, can, but can we do that? You know, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's about time. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling we're not the only ones thinking about doing that. Yeah. Or even talking about doing that. So, uh, 
Um, yeah. By the way, just a little bit of environmental. I want to go back a little bit to the Keystone um, pipeline. I don't recall okay. you saying this, uh, but uh, House Speaker John Boehner said the potential veto from President Obama on the Keystone Pipeline would, tan be, would be tantamount to calling the American people stupid uh -huh. because after all, they had just had an election and after all, every person who voted for uh, the Republicans in that election, Keystone was the very reason that they voted for them. Which is the very reason that the people who voted should be called stupid. <laughs> Is that what he said? Bonus that, that people I, that voted for well, that's how, the XL pipeline that's should be kind of how it, it, yeah. it sounds. Yeah. It's, it does uh, sound I, that I way. So. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure he meant it the other way, but it came out sounding like yeah, that's right. he's I'm calling the American that, people. That's funny stuff. It is funny. Funny stuff. It's good stuff. Good times. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So and finally? Things, I guess. And gosh. finally. Oh, stop <laughs> And finally, pictures of human genitalia were removed from an edition of a standard biology school textbook in Turkey. Sparking fresh criticism of the Islamic-rooted government. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had this nice textbook, and they were just showing, you know, uh -huh. male and female parts. There was no lewd thing going on. There was no touching. Yeah, it was just, it was there, just it there, there, there it is. There it is. There. This is how this thing yeah. works. This is how no... The pictures are in a chapter in the textbook Reproduction, Growth, and Development in Living Beings. Sounds sounds fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Taught in sixth grade class, classrooms. That's about it's the right time. I think yeah. I believe that's a good time. Diagrams to... showing the inner workings of the penis and vagina were replaced by pictures of fluffy duckling, ducklings. Yeah. Cute polar bears and dolphins. <laughs> yeah. 